You are listening to the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is seven and a half minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. 866, we be big. Thank you for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here and ready to go. Rick and Bubba University interns are here. Uh, Super P, Lord of the Jacket, they've got that handled for you today. And thank them for being here. So uh, we've got uh, updates. Greg is back, as you mentioned. He's been part of that kickoff hour with Speedy to, and Helmsy, and they've covered that for you. We'll get updates on that. I think we're one puppy away uh, from this saga coming to a very happy uh, close. Uh, we'll update that, uh, the story since the last time we were together. Your phone call is part of it. We need the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters man of the year. The inventor of pizza in a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the King's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Bobby Sue took the money and run. Everybody. There it is. Steve Miller, man. I just said I told you who went to high school with. Oh, gosh. You mentioned that the other day. We just day, talked didn't about you? this. Uh, let's see. Steve Miller went to high school with. Uh, I forgot. Graduated together. Boss Skaggs. Boss Skaggs. Boswell Skaggs. That's it. Yep. And Steve Miller. I just told you that this I, I mean last week. About a week ago. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I so, so, I'm just, you know, this music trivia. I mean, it's got to stick. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Let me, Come let on. Let me think about it. Come Boss on, Skaggs. man. Um, so um, so we will uh, unpack another day. I, I'm sure. I don't know what's happened since the last time we were together. I will tell you, uh, with uh, having my wife uh, gone and she's in Israel, I, I found that uh, when, when I uh, – when I end up just kind of doing whatever I want to do, of course, a lot of it, there's work and there's things that, that have to be done, and, and there's a certain freedom in being able to knock all that out and staying on top of all that. But I really, uh, when I'm thinking to myself, let me get things done, let me kind of spend some time resting, let me just do something that I feel would be fun. You know what never makes the list? What? Sitting down watching the news. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't care less. I don't watch it. I have not turned the TV on probably in four or five days. And, Probably feel better uh, for it, and I feel fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so so I, so I don't have any idea what's well, going. Well, uh, the the big news is still the submarine right, that's yep. missing that went down to the Titanic, and they are running out of air today. Uh, I saw yep. one estimate that said uh, right about now uh, seven seven something uh, Eastern time, which would be six here. Uh, they will be their air should expire. Mm. Of course, there's a lot of variables, temperature. Sure. Who's still alive? Whatever. Uh, the noises they said they heard now they're saying may have been inconclusive. Okay. So uh, they've got all kind of planes and submarines, and they're looking for them, and they can't find them, and uh, time is running out. 
Well, that's sad for them. It yeah, really it is. is. It's heartbreaking yes, it is. for all the families and everything. And, you know, I, that story we had uh, yesterday uh, or the day before, I can't remember, but the person who, you know, has come out and said, you know, I, 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 they needed to do some little be, be a little more uh, committed to safety checks. And yeah, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't feel good about it. And so I had my money put down. I stepped out and I was a little critical of, of uh, lack of, Commitment to safety, yeah, and, uh, and, and backup, you know, and backup, backup stuff. Yeah, oh man. So, I mean, he 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 takes no joy no. in going. Well, it looks mm. like my concerns were valid, but still, I saw several uh, stories about uh, if they do find their end there, how that'll happen, and yeah, uh, about you know the carbon dioxide building up. You remember that from Apollo thirteen? Mm. You know when they had the carbon yeah. dioxide building up, and said, yeah. actually, you'll probably just kind of fall asleep, right? And uh, that's uh that is what I would call good news in that situation. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, there maybe there's some last minute thing that will happen. But uh, that's uh, it's it's sad for all parties. It is. So uh, it it doesn't look very hopeful for them. Uh, but um, but um, and again, now they're even thinking that maybe what they thought was giving hope wasn't even hope. So. Right. So uh, so the, sad. The elements are so. And, and oh, I, I heard the guys in the kickoff on, yeah. hour talking yeah. about it too. Yeah. The pressures you deal with, Ooh. the engineering issues you deal with oh, under those kind of stressful pressures um, are, are really like, I mean, we just we just don't have things that no. can, can function there. I mean, submarines do go down there, mm-hmm. but uh, they they are specially built for that, and they're, they're marginal at that point. You know, the caller, and Helms mentioned it this morning, who who called about the military submarines? You know, I'd never really thought about that. I just assumed the military submarines were built as as robust as you could, and they yeah. could go anywhere in the ocean. But they're really not. Mm. No, 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 isn't that something? Yeah, I didn't know. Like we said the other now day, they they are very good at staying underwater at an undetectable depth for months at a oh, time yeah. if they have to. Yeah. But uh, just going deep diving is another thing. Yeah. So, um, uh, sad, sad thing. Uh, but it's, uh, and it, I'm afraid that if you take on these kind of endeavors and you get yourself in trouble, uh, you fall under a Jack handy. Hey baby, you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, this one guy, he had done all these crazy things and you know, he'd been launched into space on the blue origin and, uh, mm. all of this. So, I mean, when you, when you, I mean, I hate to quote the message when you live so fast, you die so young. Ha ha ha. Well, ha. Also, yeah, you shake hands with danger on a yeah routine basis. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you if you if you like you're talking about Rick, if you're at home fishing or right. you know your your chances uh, of uh, that happening are not as high. Of course, Could, I yeah. think you know when God calls you home, you're gonna get called either way. Well, but, when you look at, but Earth, you don't want to you don't want to <laughs> to play that right. Russian roulette with it. Well, know? I hate to say for all of us when it comes to <laughs> earthly death, and we're all dying right now, all of us. Some um, of us quicker than others. But when you think about it, really, our earthly death and our bodies winding away, it really is what they say in Vegas. You may beat the game, but you ain't going to beat the house. No. The house is going to win. Every uh, <laughs> 15 minutes past the hour. And, you know, if you do things that are highly dangerous, the more you do them, the, yeah. the odds start working against you a little That's bit. Right. That's right. But you know what they'll say? Hey, he died doing what he loved. We say never say that about big eaters. Never. Uh, We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
Well, Bank on Yourself has really, really connected with this audience. And, and you know, it's connected with me, too. Uh, I'm, I'm currently uh, talking to people with Bank on Yourself, and I said, you know what, I think I'm going to reconsider uh, the way that my retirement is set up. And, and maybe banking on yourself is a better way to go because, as we've said on the program, if your retirement money is tied, tied up in a traditional 401K or an IRA, you do not control it. The government controls it. They decide how much you can borrow. They just decide when you got to pay it back. Uh, they decide what taxes you owe, penalties that you'll pay. I love this. Only the government could penalize you for taking it too early, and they'll penalize you if you take it too late. Uh, I mean, they're <laughs> going they, they're going to find a way to get you. Uh, so, and and here's let me give you a troubling. Uh, That's the bad news. Yeah, here's some. <clears throat> well, here's some bad news here. Do you realize because of our advancements in nutrition and, and our advancement in some of our medical and the things we've learned about uh, longevity that people are now outliving their savings by almost 10 years? See, that these designs were set up when people didn't live as long. Right. So, so people are outliving their savings by – can you imagine spending 10 years going, I have no more income? So, uh, so anyway, uh, when you're banking on yourself, it's a better way to do it. You, you're, you're, you're guaranteed – and, and it's going to grow, and you're guaranteed that you won't lose the original principal. Okay, the retirement plan alternatives gives you 100 percent control of the money, and you know how much tax you'll pay on this one? None. Nada. Nada. So, uh, so tax-free retirement income and guaranteed predictable, uh, guaranteed predictable growth and retirement income. You're in control, unlike the 401ks. Uh, this is the same strategy. Uh, what's the guy's name that, that, that started McDonald's and started well, – I, I saw the movie. But anyway, this is the same strategy he used because nobody would loan him money. Uh, it's got built-in inflation protection. Uh, you, you know, as I said, the guaranteed minimum value is always there. Uh, so here's the call to action. Get a free report with all the details on how to bank on yourself. Get the strategy. Uh, it adds guarantees, predictability, uh, predictability tough, tough word for old Ricker, tax savings, <laughs> and you are in control of your financial plan. Doesn't that feel better? Uh, use the code RBS to get this for free. Okay. Uh, that's bankonyourself.com slash RBS to get a free report with all the details on how you can bank on yourself. So Bubba, what, Thomas Dolby. what's happening? Well, last night I was trying to catch up on some of my TV viewing mm-hmm. and I went to the history channel app mm-hmm. to try to see Skinwalker Ranch because I missed the episode Tuesday night. Yeah, right. And it was not posted yet, or I couldn't see it, or it wasn't mm-hmm. coming up on my my availability. I don't know why. Don't know mm. what I was doing wrong. Maybe mm. it was late getting out. I don't know. Sure. And um, so then the show that comes on after that now, Beyond Skinwalker Ranch, their episode had posted. So okay. I thought, well, I'll just watch it first, and okay. then maybe the other one will pop up. All mm-hmm. right. So, and if you, if you know this show, it is... Uh, it's it's tied to the Skinwalker Ranch show, but it is basically a spinoff where they're going out and investigating strange phenomenon in other places. And they so far, they wrap it up every week. They just gather information. And then they come back and they share it with Travis and, and the other mm-hmm. guy there at Skinwalker. So, you know, it, it, I, I think it has potential. And uh, you get to see some of these other places mm-hmm. out west that have some real weird things going on. So they're doing a big experiment, and on one of them, uh, they're they're going to transmit a signal uh, on this 1.6 gigahertz range and see if they can get this area to respond to Mm -hmm. it. 
And they bring in a guy who is a ham radio operator to help them with the experiment. And I was oh, sitting there watching. Goodness. And I thought, I have the exact same equipment. Oh, boy. And uh, so it kind of hit me that, you know, given that 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 situation, I, you know, like, I, was, I started looking at my phone. I thought, See, maybe Travis, the texture, whatever. Maybe that thing was the phone broke? Messed up. Battery dead in it. Mm, mm. Maybe it's Skinwalker. The Hank can't get a sale out. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it kind of kind of put me in my place, Rick. So. Well, I mean, Bubba, I, gotta, I hate to say this. When you look back, and, of course, I think. I know you think it's probably better. I do. I think it's divine intervention. But that's a different. Uh, because well, Maybe it is. Because, you know, God forbid us being on that show and. You know, who would have thought it would have been dangerous to blast a signal into space um, from our and us to be responsible for airing it all over? Oh no, we fixed that and now it's done it again. That was everything. Oh, was yeah. that you? Okay, yeah, that Adler, was. was that you? Uh, Don't mess with us, Adler. <laughs> that was a good one, by the way. I, I <laughs> right when you're talking about Skinwalker, that was right so again. good. Was so so good. it was you. Adler. It was me. Okay. That was me. That, that was, was good. That was good. That was great. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Got our attention. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but the, um, the I, I just think that it's good not to be associated with the show any any closer. And I know you want closer to, than my recliner. I know you want to be all in on it. I just you know I've think, got my Skinwalker Electronics mm, ready mm, to go. I've got mm, it in a little little case. I mean, I'm, I'm 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 good. We've all sat down with the guy that the woman keeps on treating him bad and bringing pain and heartache, <laughs> and we're just like, buddy, you, this this woman's not good for you. She's not good for you. She, she's all she brings is trouble. And I think Skin Walker Ranch just brings trouble. I mean, it's just—I'm just telling you. Hey, have you—you you haven't seen this new show yet? I, I saw one episode and I didn't like it. I, you know, Skin Walker—it's almost like I can't give myself to another show like this for right, Skinwalker right, on. Right. Yeah, you—I you, yeah, you, yeah. guess you can get in too too yeah. far down the rabbit hole. So yeah, to speak. and I felt like, but I like the guys who were on it. One of them's an ex CIA See, yeah, agent, really, and yeah. one of them's an investigative reporter. I'm not crazy about—I'm not crazy about ponytail guy. He's growing on me. Though. Is he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like well, it. Well, to me, it's like it's Skinwalker out in the desert type thing. And they go, let's do the same thing in the snow. And I'm like, eh. You know, it's it's like yeah. I've got, I mean, I'm basically watching the same show, just two different environments. They uh, <laughs> they were at a, another place. I can't remember the name of the farm. And mm-hmm. uh, and, and you hear this this tone all the time there. It's, it's very sure. strange. Yeah. Huh. And uh, they, they were using the ham. To uh, and by the way, they bl- they they blanked out his, when he gave his call sign. What? I don't know why. What are you talking do about? Because you would have contacted him, right? Yeah, oh, I was going to look him up. See who? Hey, were he you going to wish him seven threes? <laughs> yes, <right>. seven <laughs> threes. Right, okay. Good job. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, they were they were transmitting and using a, a harmonic to get up into the one point six gigahertz uh, range. And when they they tried it with him, nothing happened. But they had a little girl who lived there who had all these memories of these weird things happening. And she got on oh, the radio no, a and little said, girl. And she's grown now. I mean, 30 something. Okay, years good. Later. So we don't have a current little girl no, that no, says, no, I see no. things. And she's on there and she says, I'm here, I'm back, and I want to communicate with you. And that signal came what? up when they, yeah. And it did it like time after time when she would talk. Turn that off. <laughs> that would give me the heaves. No, because we said on this show, and I think is everybody in agreement that if if you get in the world of scary and spooky, if if children are involved, it gets scarier. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. If, yeah a little, sure. if a little child's got something going on no, or says something, not, says no. something in a childlike voice, yeah, no, no. And, and or I, gathers a choir of them together and sings. Now that's it. Or if their shadow doesn't look like what they look like. Oh no. You know that one. That's oh, one of the great no. ones of all time. Yeah. And uh, 
You know, that and a dog barking at something that nobody else can see is oh, always you know what? a That's a nice one. ad. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I don't like one. that at all. <laughs> well, I When thought, they're just staring like at something in the corner of the room and you go, I don't see anything. I thought we had something going on, you know, down at the farm that I realized that it's had tinnitus. That's good. That's when Is this her? I hear a ringing. So, uh, that oh, that is one of the is that a man I can't, I can't remember. You have to Greg. give me a little more, Greg. Adler. Gracious, <laughs> That's not the the woman who made the contact, but that that, that the, those are the people who are living it. there. Oh, living, the yeah, they live at this place yeah, where this great. happened. Hmm. Go go forward in it, Adler. If you can go go forward, keep going, and, and see if you can find them doing the ham radio experiment. That's so the he, guy that Rick doesn't like. Yeah, that's well, the CIA He wears the same guy. jacket the, the whole time. The puffy oh, jacket. come on. Well, he's in, it's snowy there. All right, well, see, why not I want to see it in the snow? I can see the that's same thing That's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, is that the scary well, you, girl? Well, you going to ride your new van yeah, up that, there? That's her. Yes, yes, that's her. Yes. Oh, oh, they had her like that? See, we're going to speak. Can't we come during the... When she was a little girl, she was talking about her thing. You know, they before this before weird experiences at Skinwalker, it seems like they... Things go crazy when they come back. You know, mm. I know that I know, and there's a great resume against me, and I wouldn't even yeah. I wouldn't even take this thing to court because right. I, I wouldn't fare well. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. I have a reputation of coming in too hot on people we have on the show. But do you feel like in tra- this case you may have done it to Travis? Uh, no, yeah. no. I mean, I'm not. We've we've contacted him when we needed him on the show. Do you and, contact him I, any I, other I time? I have not. No. No, I have not anymore. Right. You're not like, oh, anymore. I'm watching the show right now. No. It's great. No. Did, did okay, you stop contacting him because it was killing you? Uh, well, you know. Uh, that had to play a no, role? No, I, I just, I kind of called myself a little bit and thought, you know, obviously uh, we need to reach out to him when we need him for the show. But I'm not going to bother him. If he needs me, he'll, right. he knows he's got my number. So, And just you know. so you know, in the accountability, even though we now have Sean Handy's new sale, I have not contacted him one time. Good. good. Oh, I don't think you give me the number back either. Yes, I did. Did you? Yes. Okay. Well, I haven't contacted him. Either. See there? Because I know. Well, Rick, Rick, here's the ham. That's who they hired instead they of you. They went with this guy instead of you. He don't have gray hair. Can we guy. listen bring to in, it? Bring in some wisdom. Can we listen to it? I have huh? to have the history.com app or something oh, to yeah, watch it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's got an eye down. Jerris? Sure what kind of name is Jerris, anyway? <laughs> I'll write it down. Can you Jared. search it? There's something sneaking up on his on his right side. I, uh, think, the, I um, think they just caught a frame okay. that right. was unfavorable oh. there. <laughs> he didn't look that way. <laughs> okay. He was a very capable ham radio operator. Well, apparently not. He didn't get any contact. Well, he, he, got a, he got a response. How can Travis know they need a ham operator and not reach out to you? Well, you know, it's... Rick... It is what it is. I know. <laughs> or in this case, I am what I am. Right. Right, right. Sorry you got your heart broke, buddy. That's okay. I'll just enjoy it from my chair. <laughs> we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, and welcome back, Bill Bubba Buster. Rick, glad to be here. And when I say that, I really mean it. I know you do. Are you ready to get into Shifty Schiff? Well, Rick, this has been an ongoing thing in Congress. Mm-hmm. Adam Schiff, who was on the Intelligence Committee, yep. made a, um, I mean, it was his career to go around and tell everybody, we got the goods on Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. I can't talk about it because it's classified, but when it comes out, you are going to see how Russia stole this election from Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. I mean, he campaigned. He went everywhere. He was on every talk show. Oh, yeah. And he was telling everybody, we got the goods. Well, 
once the goods come out, they didn't have the goods. No. And after the whole process was looked at through an independent investigation, it they were just making it up. They were just making all this stuff up. So the House of Representatives, to begin with, looked at, and I it's hard for me to say this word. Censure? Yes, yeah, censure. It's a, it's a tough word. Censure. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I'm not censor, it's right, censure. Right. Right. And I had to, I, right. I struggle with that too. Right. I can say it, but I have to really think about mm-hmm. it. So, this is basically when they give you a spanking in the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they voted to do this last week with some financial penalties tied to it. It almost passed then, but some people said, you know, I don't want, I don't want House members to be financially damaged over this. So they, they came back this time, and they did a more traditional censure where he would just be reprimanded for lying to the American people, and it passed. And it has been a zoo, and you will see the clips to back that up. All right, so y'all going to have to help me because I'm looking at the clips, and I'm a little bit confused, especially when we get into two because it looks like that's still about Adam Schiff. Uh, and the, well, and they 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 pretty much is a whole bunch of here. Start with all, one and all walk of this, through it. Now I see Robert Candy's talking about the vaccine, so right, that's, that's not it. Right. Yeah. So, so all is, the, is all this all the way through two yeah. C about Adam Schiff? Yes. Yes. Okay. All the twos are Democrats kind of responding. Okay. All, all the ones is uh, kind of it transpiring. Got and it. and the re- Republicans kind of that was very in. helpful. I didn't understand yeah. the one and the two. So yeah, thank and, you. And very the, good. The twos too are have to do with Durham and his interaction with some of of the representatives during his because he was yesterday. called a Capitol Hill yeah. to to talk about his <clears throat> findings. Right, but one one and one B definitely have to do with this. It's the representative that that brought this to uh, to the House and then the final vote. Let, let's start there and work our way. Through. Let's just work our way yeah. through. Here's Representative Anna Paulina Luna. From Florida. Here we go. Occupied a position of the highest trust and authority. As chair of the House Intelligence Committee, Adam Schiff launched an all out political campaign built on baseless distortions against a sitting U.S. president at the expense of every single citizen in this country and the honor of the House of Representatives. With access to sensitive information unavailable to most members of Congress and certainly not accessible to the American people, Schiff abused his privileges claiming to know the truth while leaving American, Americans in the dark about, his web of li- or about this web of lies. Lies so severe that they altered the course of the country forever. The lie that President- will suspend. The House is not in order. Members, please take your conversations off the floor. The lie that President Donald Trump colluded with Russia to steal the 2016 presidential election, revealed to be completely false by numerous investigations, including the Durham report. The lie that the Steele dossier, a folder of falsified and since completely debunked collusions, accusations funded by the Democrat Party, had any shred of credibility. Yet Schiff read it into congressional record as fact. Lies concocted and compiled in a false memo that was used to lie to the FISA court to precipitate domestic spying on U.S. citizen Carter Page violating American civil liberties. Not only was this egregious abuse of Schiff's privilege access to classified information, but this memo was littered with 17 major mistakes and omissions. The groundless memo violated Carter. And so, yeah. so that that's yeah. the, the that's you, what you they voted the, on. You see the scope of what they're bringing to the floor yeah, to and, be voted. Yeah, on. Yeah, and plus, uh, I love this. What was written in here from either by Speedy Adler or both of you that 
th- this woman has not she will not let go she's her censure bill had had died and she brought it back again and she's 34 she's a veteran and she's seven months pregnant right. uh, and she yeah. was not going to go away she, right. she's locked in she we've seen go her away. on other issues yeah she, so she gets locked so in. then one of the things if you want to if everybody loves the if you know there's some confusing sometimes it's confusing sometimes when people don't understand the definition of irony uh, and uh, but uh, Alanis Morissette, uh, her whole song, <laughs> right. uh, half of it was incorrect. Right. That's not ironic. This is ironic that a modern day Democrat is going to shout shame. Uh, so here we go. Uh, the House voted to censure Adam Schiff, and here we go. On this vote, the A's are 213 and the nays are 209, with six answering present. The resolution adopted without objection. The motion to consider is relayed on the table. House will be in order. They're shouting shame. Democrats are shouting shame. They don't have any shame. Shame's over. We don't have shame in this country in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, and that that went on That's for a shame. while. Shame, shame, Where he? Has I was glad to hear they could say the word. Um, <laughs> where is the cut? Because right after that, he has to come to the to the front and uh, basically be read. What has been voted on? Huh? I thought I thought that was in the. Uh, I thought we saw that in the clip, in the rundown. Who's he has to come to the front? Schiff? Adam Schiff. Yes. Schiff comes to the front. Yes. And and, and Schiff, he's Schiff. he's t- basically told that he's been censured. Right. Okay. Well, he said it was a. I Shame. think he said it was a badge of honor. That Shame. Shame. Well, uh, well he his, maybe I saw it somewhere else. The, the fact that he, you know, what's that little creature? And then you'll sit up in the tree, and it's hanging on, and its eyes are like gigantically big. Oh yeah, uh, he looks like one of those, and I don't know what they're called. I, I know what you're. And about. every time, like you <laughs> said uh, earlier, Bubba, the thing that made Adam Schiff so undesirable was he seemed diabolical. He almost looked like a villain in in like a you know a cartoon or something, and he was obsessed, uh, and would say things at, like Anna uh, Paulina Luna said. He would just look right into your face with those big old bugging eyes and just lie, and just absolutely lie. Like say things that he had he didn't have, said he knows things he didn't know, and and all of this has not just been you know suggested; it's been proven. Right. I found um, his actual response on Twitter. He he put out a video, but this video, y'all, of the Democrats. He's walking out, and the Democrats are applauding him oh, yeah. and, and and slapping him on the back like he's some kind of hero. Nancy Pelosi's hugging on him. You did it, buddy. You're it's okay. You're a hero. Chanting Adam. What, what has he great done? Job. So nobody's disputing that the, it shows that it was made up. Right. right, so why are we so chanting? So what did, what did he do? Yeah, what, mm. what, did, what did we celebrate? What makes he him was, a hero? Because he tried to undermine an election by making false false accu- accusations against yeah. a presidential presidential candidate who was the you think they would president? be uh, embarrassed by him and, right. and want to shun him do y'all want to hear his just quick response uh yeah if you got it okay. <clears throat> the republicans in the house voted to censure me let me see if i can break down what this was all about uh, a representative from florida who's one of the extreme maga republicans named luna ironically introduced a resolution last week to censure me. It failed. One out of every 10 Republicans voted against this abuse of the House process. Uh, She brought it back this week, uh, and the main difference was that Donald Trump 
put out a statement saying that any Republican that voted against this censure okay. would be or should be subject to a primary challenge. Okay, all right, mm. my friend. Well, mm. he he is. Um, he I don't know what world he lives in. He was on with Anderson Cooper too, and and he was asked, "Would do you have any, any regrets?" He said, "No, if I did it again, I'd do it all the same." Yeah, sure, make stuff sure. up. So, I, so yeah, I lied the first time, and I would lie again. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, did you? So yeah, I made stuff up about a sitting president and to keep him from being reelected, and I would do that again. Yeah, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So uh, it is uh, official. Adam Schiff will be censured. So, and the reason why, and this is where I'm confused. This next cut will will show you why we're confused, but. Is Adam Schiff trying to tell us that he didn't make all this up, that, that that it was all true, even though it's been proven that it's not true, and he says, I'm glad I did it because Donald Trump's so evil, you do anything you can to try to stop him, and even though what I did was lies and, and unfounded, I'm glad I still did it. I, I, so let's listen to that because here's – Here's the Democrats when they were enter, you know, they did enter the Steele dossier into the congressional record, and Durham, who's been doing this investigation, uh, is is going to tell you that there's no evidence that a single word of it was ever true. So, mm-hmm. so here we go. If before opening Crossfire Hurricane, they had checked their own files and communicated with other intelligence agencies um, and the like, they would have found that there was nothing at that time in their files. Um, that would corroborate the information, the suggestion of a suggestion that the Russians might provide some kind of assistance. There's nothing in their files that would corroborate that. Uh, the Steele dossier was entered in the congressional record. Was it true? The, I'm sorry, the Steele dossier? The Steele dossier was, it was entered into our congressional record. Was it true? There is not a single substantive piece of information in the dossier that has ever been corroborated by the FBI or, to my knowledge, anyone else. If so, 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 so is Schiff saying, I don't care. I'm glad I did it. I mean, y- y'all, this is not a bunch of, you know, conservative talk show hosts claiming that they don't think any of it's true. Durham is saying we investigated it. There's nothing to corroborate any of that was true. So what is Schiff saying? What is he proud of? I- I'm just confused by that. It has to be, so what, I still took him down, so whatever I needed to do, I did, and I, and I'm, I don't regret it. Right? Yeah. And that's why the yeah. Democrats are going, yeah. our trick worked. <laughs> our trick worked. Well, and yeah. shame for punishing somebody shame. for what, what he did. Right. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't follow the logic of that, mm-hmm. other than that. Yeah. All right, so then Durham's talking about he couldn't get certain people to be interviewed. In, uh, yeah, the, some of these yeah, people yeah, that, were that, involved. That, were, that were involved, they wouldn't take part. Even though in, they were going out on the talk shows and making plenty of comments. Yeah. Sure. So they here, wouldn't talk to him. Here he is talking about that. First, let me make it clear that um, it is um, as disappointing, perhaps more disappointing to me and my uh, colleagues, that these people would not agree to be interviewed. Um, you know, some of them had a lot to say publicly, but they refused to um, uh, be interviewed by our folks. All right. So next, Representative Kevin Kiley, again, is just going to show that um, the left, led by Schiff, uh, that they were lying about Russian collusion uh, and the Mueller report. So here, here he is. 
Mr. Schiff, in 2017-2018, made statements such as, the Russians offered help, the campaign accepted help, the Russians gave help, and the president made full use of that help, and that is pretty damning. He also said, there's clear evidence on the issue of collusion. He said, I think there's plenty of evidence of collusion or conspiracy in plain sight. Mr. Durham, the German yield? are those statements supported by the conclusions of the Mueller report? The German yield? No. Mr. Durham, is, are those statements supported by the Mueller report? I don't believe so. Mr. Nadler stated, it's clear that the campaign concluded and there's a lot of evidence of that. The question is, was the president involved? Mr. Nadler also said there was obviously a lot of collusion. Uh, Mr. Durham, were those statements supported by the Mueller report? I don't believe they are supported by the Mueller report. Mr. Liu stated uh, in a press release in March of 2017, the bombshell revelation that U.S. officials have information that suggests Trump associates may have colluded, colluded with the Russians means we must pause the entire Trump agenda. We may have an illegitimate president of the United States currently occupying the White House. Uh, Mr. Durham, did the Mueller report establish that we had an illegitimate president occupying the White House? Not to my knowledge. Mr. Swalla stated in 2018, in our investigation, we saw strong evidence of collusion. Did the Mueller report support that there was strong evidence of collusion? Not to my knowledge. Well, there you go. I'm still confused on what Schiff's proud of. <laughs> uh, I, 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 this, will, this will confound me for the rest of the day. That he just he came up with a plan that tried to, you know. Well, let's keep rolling through this. Maybe yeah. some light will come yeah. here on this. All right. So here's Jim Jordan. And, you know, when he gets uh, 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 to talk, you talk about he'll give you a good crisp soundbite. <laughs> yeah, here's, he will. Here's you Jim Jordan. You can hear him very well. Yeah. Mr. Durham, in the summer of 2016, did our government receive intelligence that suggested Secretary Clinton had approved a plan to tie President Trump to Russia? Yes. Was that intelligence important enough? for Director Brennan to go brief the President of the United States, the Vice President of the United States, the Attorney General of the United States, and the Director of the FBI? Yes. And was that intelligence put then into a memorandum, a referral memorandum? Yes. And was that memorandum then given to Director Comey and Agent Strzok? That's who it was addressed to, yes. Did Director Comey share that memorandum with the FISA court? I'm, I'm sorry, can did you? Did he share that memorandum with the FISA court? Did Director Comey do that? I'm not aware of that if he did. Did he share it with the, with the lawyers preparing the FISA application? Not to my knowledge. Did he share it with the agents on the case, working the Crossfire Hurricane case? No. Didn't share it with the agents on the case. Can you tell the committee what happened when you took that referral memo and shared it with one of those agents, specifically Supervisory Special Agent Number One? We interviewed the uh, first supervisor of the um, Crossfire uh, investigation. Um, the operational person. Uh, we showed him the intelligence um, information. Uh, he indicated he had never seen it before. Uh, he immediately became uh, emotional, uh, got up and left the room with his lawyer, um, spent some time in the hallway, came back. Um, he was ticked off, wasn't he? Yes. He was ticked off because this is something he should have had as an agent on the case. It's important information that the director of the FBI kept from the people doing the investigation. The information was kept from him. Wow. Guys, I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, th this is not even... They they made up a hoax yeah. and leaked it in the press so the press would be talking about it. So then they could cite the press talking about it as a reason for them to investigate. Right. It really was ingenious to what they were doing, although probably un for sure unethical and possibly illegal.
uh, talking about Comey and, and McCabe and all that bunch, they, they falsified the application for the president and his uh, inner circle to be bugged and to be wiretapped. And, and Comey hid the Clinton campaign plan to tie Trump to Russia. And he knew it was I mean, a campaign. It was a political he knew it all along. lie. Mm-hmm. And he knew it, and he went right along with it. And you know what I want to know, don't you? <laughs> I want to know what he knew, Rick, and when he knew it. Right. <laughs> so I guess the, Demo- the Democrats are telling us that Trump is so evil and it's so horrible, no matter what we had to do, it ju- are justified... Because the result justified the means, and we're proud of ourselves. Rick. Because we came up with a scam that, by the way, you're not supposed to do, unethical and possibly illegal. We still have sound bites from Eric Swalwell, you know, Mr. Fang Fang, and Jerry Nadler. But do I have it right that they're <laughs> yeah. proud of themselves? They are proud for <laughs> some reason. All right, so we're, we're, we're going to get to the end of this. Believe it or not, we have so much information that keeps making the point that this was a scam by the Democratic Party that involved Comey, Hillary Clinton, uh, Schiff, uh, you know, uh, all sorts of people uh, involved in this. And we now know this. And Durham has said, we've investigated, here it is. But for some reason, the Democrats are celebrating Schiff, and Schiff thinks that he's a martyr. I, I don't understand this, but here's Democrat Eric Swalwell. Now, this is Fang Fang, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, who apparently does um, – when they started shouting shame, I noticed that Eric couldn't say it. Uh, but anyway, so uh, so here we go. Uh, and is this um, him trying to defend Schiff, saying yeah. we, you know, whatever, yeah. how dare you go listen, after Schiff? All right, here he is. All right. said to the country, you are decent. Donald Trump is not who you are. So I asked my colleagues, are you as indecent as Donald Trump? Will you be remembered as footnotes and foot soldiers in history's books that chronicle Donald Trump's corruption? Or will you be as decent as Adam Schiff? Oh, my goodness. I yield back. First of all, the statement is outrageous. Second, the guy who's sleeping with the Chinese spies talked to us about being decent? Speaking of footnotes in history. You know what? If I was in his position, no no pun intended, and and, and they were to say, hey, Bird, do you want to say something about this? I'd say, I'll pass. Yeah. I don't think I want to talk about shame, and I don't think I want to talk about decency. Yeah, let somebody else go, yeah. Mike. Yeah, I, I got busted with Fang Fang. I'm out. He yeah. said, "He said I yield my time because I'm late for a lunch at PF Chang." Then oh. uh, that's terrible, <laughs> but funny. What guys? And then what, have we gotten to the point that Rick I'm, I get, why don't Rick I just stop? Why don't I just? I'm trying to understand something that's that's not understandable. So I'm just going to stop. That may be it. All right, here's Jerry Nadler, and he just rambles around. What, he can't get He's his facts got all his right. facts. Oh, <laughs> Ms. Durham, your investigation oh, oh cost more than $6.5 million, involved the work of dozens of FBI employees and federal prosecutors, some of whom resigned in protest and took roughly four years to complete. Is that correct? No. It's not correct. No, I mean, there were multiple did, parts of that. Did it take four years to complete? Correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
a lot of what you just said there. Now, you don't have that right at all. You got the four years right. The rest of it, you, you don't have any of that right. What a, what a dweeb. Shouldn't, he, shouldn't he be, be trying to kneel? Um, you remember I, that? All right, go, go to TC. Yeah. Let's yeah. hear it. I, I can't. I can't it, this good. You need to hear it. Okay. And right then here. we're wrapping up okay. the Adam right. Shift. Well, it's just frustrating me. All right, so here we go. <laughs> If I tried to file your report, Mr. Donald Trump Jr. would have called it a, a nothing burger. You got no convictions. You got nothing. It was all set up to hurt the Mueller report, which was correct and was redacted, to hurt the Bidens, and to help Trump. And you were a part of it. You have a good reputation. You had a good reputation. That's why the two Democrats supported you. But the longer you hold on to Mr. Barr and this report that Mr. Barr gave you as special counsel, your reputation will be damaged. As everybody's reputation who gets involved with Donald Trump is damaged, he's damaged goods. There's no good dealing with him because you will end up on the bottom of a pyre. I yield back the balance of my time. Sure. My, Can we uh, presume the gentleman's undecided on, on how he feels about the pre former president? <laughs> Gentlemen, <laughs> witness can respond. Yeah, my uh, concern about my reputation is with uh, the people who I respect and my family and my Lord. And I'm perfectly comfortable with my reputation with them, sir. Well said. God bless you. Um, the, uh, mm. How about that? You know what he said? Listen to you ramble around. You're just showing the very reason I was here. And you are showing the results and the information I was uncovering. You are diabolically crazy obsessed with your hate and despise for Donald Trump because he came down here with all of his flaws, okay, that are acknowledged, but you don't hate him for that because y'all y'all act just like he acted. Y'all used to go to cocktail party with him, and as back when he was partying and giving money to both parties, you loved him. Yeah, yeah. When he got here and said, "I'm putting the people of America first, there this this swamp y'all have created down here that's self perpetuating, and you look after me and I look after you. I'm I'm coming down here and turning this place upside down." And they hate him for it. Yeah. I mean, they hate him because he also won't let them pick on him. He'll go right back at them. He'll, he'll get down there in the mud with them, and they hate that. They liked being able to bully, and they don't like when they think they're getting response back and somebody defends them. Yeah, when somebody mm -hmm. rears up against yeah, yeah. them and, and won't they, take it, they don't they, like it. They don't like it. <clears throat> and, 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 they, and what he just said was, did you hear this guy? Mm -hmm. And he did say this. He said, I think he's kind of clear how he feels about the president. And that's why they did this. Mm -hmm. He's only showing you why they did it. Yeah. They, and, and what they, Cohen they, said, uh, Representative Cohen said, that's why Schiff is so proud of himself, Rick. It's because of that, what he just said. Well, I think what they're telling us is, he's so awful. He's so mean. Mm -hmm. And he's so awful. We had to do something to bring him down. <laughs> And now everybody's mad at me about it. And then you know what they're saying? Don't be mad with us. <laughs> That's exactly well, you know, it. We, how about this? We don't really like. <laughs> and their way to show how corrupt Donald Trump, uh, they think, is, so they're saying we will be corrupt. Mm. I thought if, if corruption's bad, nobody should do it. Yeah. Don't be mad with me. And I'm sorry. We are. Yeah. So Here's uh, Adam uh, with Coop. All right. Do you have any regrets on, on how you handle the Russia issue? Obviously, the former president was never criminally implicated for anything involving Russia. Uh, no, not at all. Uh, I think the investigation of his misconduct was very important. Uh, it ultimately led to his impeachment, which I was proud to lead. 
Uh, and it led to the first bipartisan vote to remove a president in U.S. history. Uh, I was also proud to serve on the January 6th committee, and I would do all of that again, and I would do it the same way. Well, he's clear. Okay, that's all we need to know. You know, Donald yeah. Trump was impeached because the Democrats had enough seats to do it. That's all. Mm-hmm. The only bipartisan vote. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> you had a couple of rhinos join in, but uh, if if the Republicans had had the majority, it wouldn't have happened. I mean, it's just politics. It's uh, an impeachment is a political thing. It's not a legal thing. No wonder the American people are kind of like just done with them. Oh, well, I, know. Like, ah. I know. I know. I know. You know, we've got all this freedom, and sometimes uh, I wonder, uh, you know, have we, do we have too much <laughs> when it comes to our elected officials? Right. I, I just, it, it's just. Because they, they can't seem to, to handle it, you know? No, they, well, you know, they can't handle. And while we think the little bit of power we were supposed to allow them that they couldn't handle, when did, why do we think they can handle absolute power? Uh a little bit of power has already corrupted them. Absolute power, my goodness. Phone calls are next. Let's hear from you. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Super P ready to go. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, the uh, president uh, uh, of Promise Keepers, Ken Harrison, has been on the show. He's been on the podcast. We've been on his podcast. Uh, and as you know, he, uh, he brought uh, Promise Keepers back. He went paid off any money that they owed anybody, took it over, uh, fired uh, the board that allowed them to find themselves in that situation, and said, I still think this is a, 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 you know, a movement that, uh, that we need to keep alive. Obviously, uh, with themanchurch.com, we've teamed up with them and trying to provide the, the equipping part. They do incredible events, and they always have, and they do them really well. Uh, and you know, the, it, it's one thing, as we've said on the program many times, when you look at Scripture— you see that it's a very it's, it's a very distinct difference in the way God sees. Now, look, if, if if people reject God and they never repent, the wrath of God is coming on those people. But as you saw, when people people love to say this, you know, Jesus hung out with sinners, and 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 I heard this said so beautifully the other day, and I can't remember who said it. It was perfect. They said, but the thing that you're that you're forgetting. When Jesus hung out with sinners, when he left his time with them, they were changed, not him. It was Calvin Johnson. Was it Calvin Robinson? Yeah. The, the yeah. British yeah, pastor? Right, yeah. Yeah. And, and he's right. And the other thing was, yeah, he went to sinners to what? Call them to repentance. But then you look in Scripture and you see God and, and you saw Jesus when he was talking to the religious leaders. But when people who claim to be with God, when they sin against him— it's a whole different game. As a matter of fact, you are seeing in Paul's letters to the church at Corinth, this is actually said. We are not here to judge the lost. Only God does that. We're here to try to reach and disciple the lost. But we, we have been given the responsibility to judge the church. We are to point into those that claim to be part of the church and say, you're wrong, you need to repent, or you're out. Because you've claimed to know, you haven't claimed not to know, and now you know and you rebel against God. And and you see this going on. If you're promise keepers, you would have thought that to have an event at a major Christian college, you're probably with people, brothers and sisters, they're excited that you want to call men to God's standard 
And as we've been saying here, that's that's where we need to spend our time. If, if men would come under the authority of Christ, you would solve a lot of problems, and you've heard us talk about that a lot. So if you follow themanchurch.com on, on social media, um, we actually tweeted this out yesterday. Uh, Ken Harrison uh, is talking. He's being interviewed on a podcast, and uh, he's being interviewed by the fact that Promise Keepers, their event was canceled uh, by Belmont College in Nashville, and he's going to tell you why they were canceled. Here we go. So Ken, you were recently supposed to hold an event at Belmont University, and that event has been canceled. Take us through what happened. You know, it's a pretty simple story in itself. They said it was the the statement we put out a week before on Pride Week. So Promise Keepers, we see as one of our roles is helping men understand how to, what are the times and how do I respond to the times? So we put out a thing very basic. This is what we affirm as Christian men, that there are two genders created by God, that he forgives all sinners who come to him, that marriage is between a man and a woman. And that statement, very biblical, not combative, was the reason why Belmont was actually throwing us out, canceling us. And ironically, the whole event is called Daring Faith. It's about exercising a daring faith. We got to stand for the truth in a loving way, but if you are not giving the whole truth of the word of God, then you are deceiving people. And there's a lot of students at Belmont and a lot of other Christian schools that think they know the word of God and they're being tra- taught lies and heresy because of compromise with the world. Bingo. Mm. Bingo. So, so we have promise keepers canceled and removed for making a biblically sound statement. Yeah. I mean, no, pretty sure and I love when he it. laughed. He goes, ironically, our event was called Daring Faith. <laughs> um, it's kind of like the time that I, I was a little confused when churches where people were wearing double masks by singing the song, I'm no longer a slave to fear. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it, it, um, it seemed ironic at the time. Um, so what? how does Belmont, and I know just because something is called a seminary these days and something's called a Christian college, there are a lot of things, and I'm putting in quotes, at Christian colleges that are not Christian. I mean, we, we've known that. I mean, we've dealt with that even with interns that have come through here uh, that are supposedly going to a Christian college. My wife uh, went to take some seminary classes at a Christian college and came home saying, I cannot believe what was said in class today. Matter of fact, she left a professor in one class. She said, I'm not going to be in here. And I came and went and went to the leadership of the university and says, I can't believe you have this person teaching the next generation of people in, in vocational ministry. Uh, that's it's heresy in that class. So, so, um, so Belmont won't stand with God's standard. And like Ken said, we weren't doing this to be mean. We're supposed to be equipping men on what God says. And it's a very confusing time we're in. So we're just reminding them, this is God's standard. And this is how we see God. We see God's standard for marriage as He sees it, God. And so, don't be confused by any anything else. And it's because they were heading into Pride Month, they were standing with God, saying, "We're good." We, 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 and he, they also said, "But we acknowledge that we're all sinners, and we all fall short. And at the foot of the cross, we are all we equal, and there is no sin other than." the sin of not believing that Christ provided redemption, but there is no moral sin that one cannot repent of and be redeemed. Right. 
and there's also, according to 1 Corinthians 10, 13, there's also not a temptation to sin that is so strong you get a pass. So so anyway, um, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not overly surprised by that, but... Um, Unfortunately, yeah. So did, have Belmont anything there? Yes, what official on it? Uh, do you know you said I, I have, but in uh, Harris, uh, 132 of Rick and Bubba University. If anybody wants to okay. hear okay. that with him, okay. Um, I also noticed that he still hasn't turned off his email sound notification. I saw that. <laughs> we, we, he had that going on in our podcast, too. Yeah, so, yeah. But uh, it, it's a very good podcast, especially his uh, his work with the Waterstone Christian Foundation mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Well, also the book that he wrote, um, um, oh, what is it? A something faith in a cowardly world, um, a daring faith, a in daring a faith in a cowardly world, or, or I forget the name of it. But it is a fantastic book, especially when he gets to the end of it and starts talking about, you know, the uh, the the bema seat versus the judgment seat. I think a lot of times we, uh, once we've been redeemed, we're kind of like, okay, whew, I'm done. Now I'm just going to knock it out of gear and. And uh, yeah, a daring faith in a cowardly world, and um, but um, but it's it, it's you know if we it, it's a, you know one of the things that used to always get me, and I may have said this the other day, uh, I don't know, but I, we, I know I talked about it. You know, a lot of times you see this Jesus in, and it was recorded in Matthew ten, uh, but it's again in Luke when he says that if you will not acknowledge me before men, stand with me publicly. I will not acknowledge you before the Father. And I remember the first time I read that, I go, well, wait a minute, it, it, if you're redeemed, you're redeemed. And uh, and that's true, but what Christ is really saying, it's kind of like the John 14, 15, if you really loved me, you would obey my commands. Right. It's You're showing a, a fruit that is inconsistent. And what Jesus is suggesting, he said, I'm so transformative. When I redeem you, I have turned you into a regenerated version of, it's not a good, better version of you. It, you no longer exist. It's a complete born-again new you. I'm what makes you new. So if I have truly made you new, you would always stand and acknowledge me before men. And the fact that you won't really shows you're not with me. It's, it's proof that, that your claim of redemption really is, is not valid because the fruit of me isn't in you. Because think about it, everything that we deem a value, we publicly acknowledge. Everything. Uh, We'll be back 16 minutes past the hour. So the Promise Keepers event at a Christian college canceled because they made a statement about God's standard. (laughs) Interesting. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Bubba, now we're getting close to this movie coming out that we're about to talk about, right? Yeah, Oppenheimer. When's it out? It is scheduled to come July out 7th? July 21st, oh, it says in this. I thought it was the 7th. Um, the, um, <laughs> it's a historical th- thriller mm-hmm. about the life of American theoretical physicist J. Robert Oppenheimer, who is the director of the Los Alamos uh, Laboratory responsible for the creation of the first atomic bomb. Uh, Christopher Nolan, who is directing this, has said that the early screenings of this, that people have left the film devastated and unable to speak, mm-hmm. that it has bothered them so much. The last time I... He even said that trying to finish this film, it was weighing on him. 
The only time, and I know you experienced it, I experienced it. I've never experienced that except uh, the Passion of the Christ. Yep, yep. Now, I, I saw that. People were like, they yep. were walking around in a daze. I mean, it was a— And we've heard people that, that served talk about saving Private Ryan like this, too. No, yes. that's true. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. right. You're right. I, I didn't experience that, but I, I remember either. David Nasser— people David Nasser told a story about that yeah. that was very moving. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, I mean, guys, I mean, and, and when you think about— and I know there's the famous statement that he made, but— when you think about what he did and then you get down to, okay, I have now been part of giving the world the ability to destroy itself. Yeah. That, and uh, that's the, quite a burden. They're uh, Rick. They, let's look at the trailer for it. I think. Oh, we got it. Oh, my goodness. We may not be able to finish the yeah, show. Let's listen to it. Didn't need a charge. From director Christopher Nolan. We're in a race against the Nazis. And I know what it means if the Nazis have a bomb. We have a 12 month head start. 18. How could you possibly know that? We've got one hope. All America's industrial might and scientific innovation connected here. Secret laboratory. Keep everyone there until it's done. Let's go recruit some scientists. Good idea, Matt Damon. Build the town, build it fast. We don't let scientists bring their families, we'll never get the best. Why would we go to the middle of nowhere for who knows how long? Why? Why? How about because this is the most important thing that ever happened in the history of the world? Well, I'm a great improviser, but this... You can't do in your head. Are we saying there's a chance that when we push that button, we destroy the world? Chances are near zero. Near zero. What do you want from theory alone? Zero would be nice. <laughs> This is a matter of life and death. I can perform this miracle. World War II would be over. Our boys would come home. That's happening, isn't it? The world will remember this day. Our work here will ensure a peace mankind has never seen. Until somebody builds a bigger rock. You are the man who gave them the power to destroy themselves. And the world is not prepared. to know what's next. Two, what's next? One. 
And there it is. Mm. Chills. Sure. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. Intense. Well, that's good. Honestly, that's real good. <laughs> it's intense. Yeah. It like, nobody on YouTube will see it later, but I mean, it's. Yeah. That's it why I, no, I'm yeah. so sorry. I, that's why I kept it kind of behind the yeah. guys on that TV screen. So I know that was annoying for people watching. Maybe we won't get dinged. That's why I did it. <clears throat> you know, the, there's so many underlying stories in this story. Um, there is obviously the war effort, there is a rush to end the war. Uh, with Japan uh, at the end after uh, Germany was defeated um, to save lives if possible. Um, but there was a pure science to this too, that Einstein had this theory of relativity, but we had never been able to literally test it and see it take place in a laboratory. And they proved it in a big way. And it, it, the thing too about it, the uh, that that bomb, I've, I've seen some of the numbers and read reports. It's real interesting to me. They said only about 2% of the fuel actually went critical in that. So we only saw a fraction of what was possible. If you go by the true science of M equals uh, uh, MC squared. So um, I, I think a lot of those scientists were way beyond even the war effort or the uh, – uh, the ethics or whatever they wanted to see, they wanted to see if they could do it, because it was, I think, far as a uh, an engineering, you know, he was a theoretical. You hear that a lot with physicists, mm -hmm. a theoretical. When you can actually take it and make it happen, that is a huge step forward. Oh yeah, and that was that was one of those one of those markers in history that will always be there. Also reminds you, we probably have you know things out there that. Um probably are more daunting than man-made climate change yeah we do what? and and how about this um you know i know oppenheimer lost his security clearance after this because he was unwilling to work on the next stage which was the hydrogen bomb and uh, of course william teller did go ahead and get that done but um the atomic bomb what you're going to see in that devastation is just a trigger for that now Oh yeah, it's just the starting mechanism. Right. Yeah. For the, for we've the gone, we've gone way beyond. Yeah. yeah. But it, it shows you the power of the universe and what's out there and what's what's lying in between a couple of atoms. You know, it's incredible. Almost like there's an extremely powerful force that was the beginning of it all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And his name is I am. Amen. <laughs> we'll be back. Bottom of the hour. Eight six six. We be big is the number. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so we, we've covered that, uh, and that movie's coming out the 21st of July. So uh, I think we're we, – I will definitely be be able to see that. Yeah, I'm, I want to see it, and, you know, there's an IMAX version of it too, which I can't mm -hmm. imagine. You know, just... I probably won't go that far, <laughs> but, uh, but but I will go see it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and it's uh, it will be, a, a, I think, a, a movie that will be riveting. So we continue to deal with – as, as we heard Ken Harrison with Promise Keepers talking about as they've been removed from a Christian university uh, for saying uh, that, uh, that God's standard for marriage and gender uh, is, is what they're going to stand on. So now you can, be, you can be absolutely removed from society for telling the truth. So the truth right. now is dangerous, and um, you can be hated for the truth. And if you get hated for the truth, there's not a whole lot you can do about it. Well, Riley Gaines, uh, and she—I don't know where all the women are, uh, but Riley, I, I get the sense that Riley's kind of out there on an island. I, I hope she, she's leading the charge. Yeah, that's for sure. She is saying the thing that we're all thinking, but people are not courageous enough to say it. 
if we allow biological men to compete in sport against biological women just because they say they identify as being female, then women's sport is in trouble uh, because the biological truth is that men and women are equal in value, but they are distinctively and beautifully different. And one of those things is muscle math, strength, speed, uh, female compared to male. And she really takes this on in a very common sense way. And I, I guess it was Adler who said it. If you're going to be the person that's supposed to be there to be the advocate for the trans community, you sure didn't do your homework. I think I mean, that was Helms. Uh, yeah. It was Helms said that. That's how a great can, point. How can you come to – that was, yeah, Helms. How can you come to this, like, hey, I'm going to show her something, and you don't have this basic information. Yeah, we you, talked about this years ago. And you walk right mm-hmm. into a trap. So, yeah. so here comes uh, first – uh, you're going to hear the comment uh, from the advocate uh, after um, uh, Kennedy from Louisiana asks, are you telling me you say there's no difference in a biological male versus a biological female in sport? So, And then, and then what happens next is, is what we're kind of surprised by today. Women you don't that believe are that a biological male has a physical advantage in sports over a biological female? Not as a, a definitive statement. Give me an example. Well, no, I, I don't think. How, how, how many female members of the NBA do you see? Well, I can say that, you know, there's been this news article about men that think that they could beat Serena Williams in tennis, right? That they think that they could actually score a point on her. Um, and it's just not the case. She uh, is stronger James, than that. What's your experience, Ben? Male, female. Both Serena and Venus lost to the 203rd ranked male tennis player, which they're phenoms for women. Um, My experience, my husband, he swam at University of Kentucky as well. In terms of accolades and in terms of national ranking, I was a much better swimmer than him. Um, He could kick my butt any day of the week without trying. So... How does this advocate yeah, not know that the Serena Williams and, and Venus Williams were beaten by the 203rd ranked man in men's tennis? How does she not know that? Who smoked right. while he played? How does that woman not know that? Do you, do you think and that's why they believe what they believe? And they have the worst so, serve in history. They're so uninformed. But listen it's, it's what Riley said. Well, she thing. even says that well, some men, yes, there are some men uh, women can beat that are not at that yeah. level, but mm-hmm. you're competing at a high level. It's well, completely different. Well, that's different. why you got to look at apples and apples. Sure. So, so tennis players, what we can <laughs> deduce is the number one female tennis players in the world can be beaten by the num- number 203rd male tennis player. That's apples versus apples. Right. Yeah, we've seen and that. it okay. probably goes. Actually, tested. Rick, it probably goes much further than that. It probably goes five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred. But we just have an example of two hundred three or two hundred two. Yeah, he had an easy time. Yeah, let's not. Let's not forget had an easy that. Time. Yeah. And here's Riley Gaines, and here's what she's saying: Both my husband and I swam in college. Acknowledged. So he's not just somebody that doesn't swim. Yeah, but he has no accolades in the male swimming world anywhere close to the accolades I have in the female swimming world. If we swam today, he would beat me with, with very little effort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, this is just truth. It's not in, 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 this is nothing about value, that men are more valuable than women. That has nothing to do with it because they're not. <clears throat> they're, men and women are of equal value. But to sit around and take it to a place where they're not distinct, they're interchangeable, and so what if a biological male identifies as a woman and competes against biological females and goes in the dressing room with them and goes in the bathroom with them? No, that, that's a really big deal. 
Uh, it should be discussed because it's not appropriate. It is, you know, this is that thing where I want to take my personal life and the entire world has to adapt to my personal life. That's just not true. And, and what you're saying and what you're pretending is also not true. You can pretend it, but it's not true. You, you so, know, it, it is a general statement that men are physically stronger than women. You always could find an example. But uh, when you look at the overall yeah. worldwide history, the men are going to be stronger. And I, look, I'm even com- comfortable saying that I think the females may be uh, slightly more intelligent than males across the board, too. So, I mean... Everybody gains, everybody wins, but I, for us to, to act like it doesn't exist, I think it's crazy. Well, there's that whole thing, too, where they can carry a life inside a womb and, and carry it <laughs> yeah. to term and then birth it. Right. Uh, I, don't care, I don't care who you are and what you may pretend and how you may dress. If you're a biological male, you can't do that. <clears throat> no. Mm-mm. Even though and they that, showed us a picture, they tried to say different. But. And, and that doesn't make a woman more valuable than a man, but no. it does make her distinct. It, it got, got a talent we yeah. don't have. Uh, yeah. So now we go to Riley Gaines on Leah Thomas, uh, and, uh, and, and who's, who's been criticizing Riley Gaines being an advocate for women. Here we go. Last question, and I'll just I'll ask this, and then give you a chance to respond. And I'm I'm done with this, Mr. Chairman. Um, let me give you a chance to respond to something that Leah Thomas said recently publicly. This um, she said this publicly. They're using this quote now. They're using the guise of feminism. They meaning you, using the guise of feminism to sort of push transphobic beliefs. Meaning you advocating for women, women's rights is actually just a cover for transphobia. Do you want to respond to that? Feminism is not a fluid term. Um, The original and and the meaning of what it means to be a feminist is to uphold, respect, honor, embrace, and celebrate women on our own physical ceilings, our own uniqueness. That term has not changed. Um, And what this really is is a a male mansplaining what it is to be a feminist, which I honestly think is pretty ironic, and it's something we've seen before. Yeah, nothing new. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mansplaining. Yeah. You know what all this is? It's insanity. It really is. It is I mean, it, it, I can't it, even believe it, we're still having this conversation. It, it, it's like we're trying to normalize mental illness, and when, when really there needs to be compassion and there needs to be help and there needs to be. But this thing of taking the whole world and society and telling everybody to adjust to things that just won't work and are not appropriate and are not logical is bizarre. And, um, and, and, you know, and something as important and as difficult as what we're talking about becoming trendy. Do we hear what we're saying? Children? What? I mean, this is not something that is no big deal. It's a major thing. And, you know, when you're talking about I have gender dysphoria to the point that I won't even change my body that I am biologically, that is not, that's not like a new haircut is in style. This is a really big deal. We're not going back to have bell bottoms are back. That, this, how we're putting this in the same, it's unbelievable. And, uh, okay, a biological man says he's a woman. Oh, yeah, good for them. Um, hey, that seems kind of cool. It's a major thing. 15. Rick, I also see there is some good news out there for me. No good. In a story today. All right, we'll talk for about For a change. We'll come right back. <laughs>
Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Trying to go through all the different stories out there and lay in front of us a story that is in a, in a kind of a passive-aggressive way is trying to make you and I make adjustments in our lives. Yes, anything uh, yeah. that we enjoy doing, right. like doing, right. uh, we're always assured that we'll have a story about how right. detrimental to your oh, yeah. health yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, getting up early is going to kill you. Uh, doing radio is a sure death. I mean, you know, it's it's like anything, you know, driving lift kits shown yeah. to cause cancer. Right. Uh, so none of those are true. I'm just exaggerating. But um, I've realized the times yeah, we're living in so much. Hey, man, you what Bird just said about lift kit? So we have a story now, and it's uh, it is a package about daytime napping. Daytime napping. Ooh, day nap. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. here we go. <laughs> There's nothing like an afternoon nap to boost your energy and get you through the day. That's definitely true of us. We've got a nap. We've got a we've got a couch in our office that yeah. a lot of people sleep on. And new research says that daytime naps may be good for our brains. A study in the journal Sleep Health links napping to larger brain volume, which could lower the risk of dementia and other diseases. Uh, earlier, earlier research showed a frequent or excessive napping was associated with high blood pressure and Alzheimer's. Uh, but doctors say that might be because people who nap a lot probably aren't getting proper sleep at night. It's a Mediterranean sort of vibe, yes, isn't it, where you have a siesta. <laughs> siesta. Who are these people? Uh, who are these people? CNN International. Know, it's a high blood CNN pressure thing. It must yeah, be CNN England uh, or something. Yeah. All right, well, just when I was about to get on board, they're basically too. saying it's good to nap if you don't get enough sleep at night. You're basically just getting the amount yeah, of sleep that's you're supposed to. Yeah. That's not That's not really extra. That's that's supplemental. Yeah. I that's not what struck struck the me. The high blood pressure scared me a little bit when he started talking about that. Did y'all get a weird vibe when they mentioned the couch? I did. But <laughs> was, yeah. He covered his face like he was laughing. He did. Yeah. Let's say it again. Inside y'all, joke. Watch when she mentions the couch. Something's been going on on that <laughs> couch. Something I don't easy. think that couch is for napping. I think that couch is for raises. Yes. <laughs> she said, well, well, I'll nap, nap on it. To boost your energy and get you through the day. That's definitely true of us. We've got a nap. We've got a, we've got a couch in our office. We do. That, a lot of people sleep on. And new research <laughs> says that no. Yes, y'all. we do. Y'all, he's acting. Yes, we do. Yeah, you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> we have it right. We have like the couch. She's, she's reminding him. I have a couch in our office, remember? <laughs> remember we have yes. the couch in our office? Yeah, yes, we yes. do. Mm. I remember. Yes, y'all, that we was do. Weird. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I will admit it lowered my blood pressure. <laughs> my brain does feel good after a nap. I will yes. say that. I feel like my brain uh-huh. needs it sometimes. Yeah. You know, I, I I can't do the nap thing, and Bubba and I were talking about it earlier because if I do, then I can't sleep at night. Well, I have to be careful. I have to, uh, you That's know, me. I have to go at a certain time, be done at a certain time, and if I go later than that, then I get in trouble. I get them 15, 20 minutes. Yes. Where you yeah, sit there in the chair. Good. Uh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. waiting at the doctor's office. I'll sleep. Yeah. I'll yeah. sleep in a second. Like mm-hmm. a red light. Well, Greg, according oh, yeah. to the red light, yeah, perfect. Greg, according to Lisa, you'll fall asleep quick. Mm-hmm. I do. I just I'm sitting there and also I'm asleep. <laughs> so uh, and the so show I was watching is over. A, l- a little bit more here. We uh we have a written story on this too, uh, and it says um, that from the age of 35, the brain shrinks a certain percentage each year. How about that? And uh, and so it's like by by your napping and the way your memory. Uh, reacts to your napping it actually helps you uh in in the cognitive impairment and dementia uh scale what of, does it help with thank i'm you, sorry thank you Rick. I, I, what does it help with list cognitive those things off again impairment mm. and dementia what about cognitive 
cognitive. What I say? No, 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 no you said it right. We just wanted you to continue. Yeah, I want you to keep trying. I thought if you kept trying, you may go down. Oh, okay. That's all we were doing. Yeah, I knew exactly where he was going, and was glad he did. Yeah, but it didn't say anything. They they said it, but it's it didn't say anything about how you sleep at night. It just said the study suggests people who nap during the day have a larger brain volume, mm-hmm. meaning their brain may shrink less over time back to what I just said about your age and all this kind of stuff uh, compared to people that do not nap. But did you hear Did you hear what Couch guy said, though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, yeah, there, and there were other research that said this usually people who nap are people who not get enough sleep at night. Right, that's, that's what I was just saying. Yeah, yeah, it says here. Or get up early. That, so that's compared to people who do not <laughs> nap Regular nappers could have a brain 2.6 to 6.5 years younger on average than those that don't yeah. nap. Rick, I'm going to take it as a victory because yeah. usually when Absolutely. we have these stories, we're, yeah. we're, we lose, Absolutely. we're behind the eight ball, and we're run over by a truck. Absolutely. So if it's just neutral, we win on there this There you thing. go. Yep. Absolutely. Let's hear what they said again. We've got a, got a couch in our office <laughs> that a lot of people sleep on. And new research says that... <laughs> yes, we do. Y'all, y'all. Yes, we Something's do. Going <laughs> Something's going on. I think, mm. I think uh, well, I, yes, I, I'm not going to say that. That's but right. But I, I, think, I think there was an uncomfortable... I think there was, too. Yeah. Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, uh, we do. But, Speedy, <clears throat> she... Uh, she um, what else did she say, Speedy? In that voice, yeah, I heard you trying to do an English accent. Oh no, I was just so we, 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 we went. That's right. Before we went back yeah, to it, yes, we got it. That's so, <clears throat> that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah that was Greg. Yeah. They they put on this story here tips on how to take a good nap. I know you don't like huh. to get under the cover. What are no. they? What are these? I guarantee I do every one of these. <laughs> oh, I know you do. Absolutely. No, if, you're in, if you're on the cover, you're yesterday. in the bed. You're yeah, sick. Yeah. Uh, you know, creating a, a restful space, I guess that would be. Oh, you're yeah. talking about the downstairs area where there's no windows mm-hmm. and the lights. Yeah, can't even see your hand in front of your face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you talking about that? You're talking about that environment? Oh, yeah. Huh? Does it say anything in there about a box fan running so you can't hear anything going on in the house? <laughs> yeah. say that. Get your grippies and get under the covers yeah. right oh, yeah. here. Right yeah. there. Look get at the that. room really cold. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be cold. Well, you know, we had one of those things, you know, and, and, it, can, and it can be awkward. I can't remember the last time that I had to I had to room with somebody in a hotel room, you know, other than my wife. Uh, and Wingo and I had to share a room this past <laughs> thing at Gridiron, you know, two different beds, yeah. but still in the same room. Sure. And you forget how quirky people are about their sleeping. Mm-hmm. You know, we, and it's been so long since I've had to adapt to, an, you know, another person that I'm not married to because, you know, we've been married, so we... We know each other's sleepy quirks and whatever, but to have another person watch him start getting ready for the, mm-hmm. you know, here we go, and you're just like, oh wow, this feels weird. Yeah, I mean, what's that device? With a sound machine. And he and, and Wingo's like, oh, sure, I forgot my box fan. I'm like, you go on the road with it? Yeah, we've got on the road. <laughs> yeah. with it. Let's get an app. Yeah, it's big. He goes, That's oh big. yeah, I gotta have it. And, and you know, Greg Stewart used to be like that. Yeah. I room with him. He had to have a box fan <laughs> all the time. Everywhere we went, he took that stupid box fan. <laughs> And I'm like, do we have to take this with us? Isn't there a sound effect? No. There is. A, there are apps uh, right? for I that mean, now. It's, um, mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot my box fan. I'm like, yeah. are you going to toss and turn on that? What, am yeah. I, what do you want me to do? Plus Tuck you in? smaller fans. Right. Why well, are we taking box fans? Well, yeah, Greg, they make the perfect noise. Greg, you they made do. fun of my fan app that makes the noise so where yes. you don't have to take the actual yeah. fan, but you slept like a baby. So it's the yeah. noise, not the air blowing on you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. It's the noise. It's just the sound. It's to keep the. Greg. Let me tell you what I got you. You know how we're weird. I mean, we're very strange people. Sure. We have our little quirks, okay? Sure. I kind of 
Gerald caged him a little bit, and I realized he's not accustomed to that. I said, Rich is ready for a little night night. And I started doing all that. Look, he looked at me and said, What's wrong with what you doing? And I, I was like, This little song I sing about night night. And he's like, he's like, Well, don't do that anymore. Rich is ready for a little night night. Snuggle him up. Snuggle him up. Greg, he looked at me like, Different Crazy. generation. He almost looked at me like, are you, you got some kind of problem? Yeah, weirdo. I said, well, that's our little not not song. He said, well, don't do it again. <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Super P and Lord of the Jacket. Rick and Bubba interns, and there he is. Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us for the Rick and Bubba you know, this this ongoing Robert Kennedy Jr. adventure world. What are you talking about? It's a, you know, we wish he didn't have that <laughs> that thing that's hard to say and uh, with his voice. It it, it is troubling, and I don't think that I could listen to it uh, on the State of the Union. But he, oh, right. he is quite the little hybrid, isn't he? I mean, he's a Democrat, but he's he says things that the modern-day Democrats are not supposed to say. Right. Um I will give him credit, even though we would disagree probably on some pretty major things. He seems, and I could be wrong, he seems to be bold enough to actually think for himself. Now, I know that's a that's a lost art, but yeah. he seems to take topics one by one as opposed to being handed his sheet that says, if you're uh, a Democrat and you're this, these are all the things you have to believe. And if you're a Republican or a conservative, then here's your sheet and here's all the things you're supposed to believe. Um, I don't think the world is that simple. It's okay to go topic by topic and say, you know, I just don't agree with that or I do agree with this. But um, Robert Kennedy Jr. has said some things that, um, you know, like, uh, are we just going to let Ukraine just ask for money anytime they want it? Uh, And now he's weighing in on ivermectin about how the campaign against ivermectin was ridiculous, and he makes a statement on why he think it ha- thinks it happened. You know, one of the things that I do like I'll about what. what he's doing is, I mean, he's on Fox News, he's on Joe Rogan, he's yeah. on everything. I mean, yeah. he doesn't, you know, he doesn't stay over in uh, liberal strongholds. He gets out there yeah. and, and, and gets out on everything. So let's hear his comment. All right. All right and I sped it up 1.25%. Or 1.25 times. Because did help the other day. Because it really seems to help. That yeah. did help the other day. It the, really the did. The voice thing slows him it down. Really it really did help. It really did. Okay, here it is. Here's Joe Rogan starting it out. I saw the CNN thing where they made my face yellow and said I was taking <laughs> horse medication, which is that the most, it's, to say that and repeat that over and over again is such a clear indication that they conspired. It's such a, because it's, it's uniform. It's horse dewormer. Uniform. A medication that's used far more often on human beings. It's been prescribed for billions. Yeah, it's insane. And the uh, fact and that won, and won the Nobel Prize for for efficacy in humans. Yeah, in humans. Yeah, it was wild. It was just but wild. They, had to, they had to do it. They had to discredit ivermectin because you know why? Because there's a federal law. The federal law, the emergency use authorization statute, says that you cannot issue you cannot issue an emergency use authorization to a vaccine. If there is an existing medication that has been approved for any purpose mm. that ha- that is demonstrated effective against the target illness, so they had to destroy ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and discredit, it, and they had to tell everybody it's not effective because if they had acknowledged that it's effective in anybody, the whole two hundred billion dollar vaccine enterprise would have collapsed. Mm. 
Mm. You know, it was tough I was to not, hear it. I was not, made a good point. I, I wish was, I wish someone. I hate to ask for an interpreter for someone who speaks my language, but I, I wish that he would say he would hand over a piece of paper and like Morgan Freeman yeah. would say oh, what he said. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I guess I was not here. Fact when of the matter is, it up before because that is much better. It is. Oh better. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is. So maybe maybe he it's, should it's, try to speed it's, up it's if it, it would help. You try it on Fetterman, see if it helps. You like to really speed it up. I, w- I wouldn't even mind. It. Like we say, we had Keith from uh, what's his last name again? The guy from uh, Dateline. Keith, uh, uh, yeah, the uh, guy that uh, yeah. takes the pause. Yeah. Keith, then, Morrison. Keith yeah. Morrison. I never can get that right. Rick, can you? Yeah. Not I thought get it was Keith, Keith Morrison. Morrison. Keith Morrison of all it's names, a hard is pretty name, easy. Yeah. Can you Morrison. not learn that name? You Come, moron. I'm take think, a nap. I'm thinking Morrison's cafeteria from this <laughs> point forward. Right. That'll that'll remind me. Maybe if I take a nap, I can remember his name. Keith. Was that the end of the show? Right. See what he would have said right there. <laughs> was was ivermectin truly ineffective? Well, coming up next. Or was it? Or was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so, but he he makes the point. I'm not saying that's what happened, he but he that. makes a valid point yeah. that if there's medication, when you're going to go experimental vaccine and force the nation to take it or guilt them into taking it, you cannot throw something out there without the proper <laughs> testing. If there is a medication that is showing that it's effective in anyone, mm-hmm. you would not have been able to done. You could not have done the. Sorry, we haven't researched this vaccine yeah, very the much. Emergency, but, deal. but you got to take it, or we're all going to die. Rick, do you and, remember? And if you want your freedoms back, you'll stand up there and you'll roll up your sleeve and you'll shut up. Do, do you remember when all this came out and the ivermectin thing came up mm-hmm. and people were getting it? Some people. Um, and, and it was, a, like I said, it won a Nobel Prize. It's been used all over the world for, River for, for a lot of viral type infections. Malaria. And they mm-hmm. came out and started this horse dewormer thing. And everywhere you oh, turned, it just... was horse dewormer. And, hey, you go into the co-op to get it and mm-hmm. all this stuff. You know, there are medicines that are used in humans and animals. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, that, that, that is not uncommon. Um, but the, it was it was so universal about it being a horse dewormer and so widespread. It's almost like you could tell there was an effort going on to spread that. Exactly. I mean, it was just it was just too good and too quick and too widespread to just be happenstance. Well, as Doctor Jordan Vaughn said on not one but two podcasts, he said we have known for as long as we've been developing drugs and medicines that some of them were developed for one specific thing, but we discovered they could also do other things. Right. And he said, that's not not abnormal. And, you know, think about what Kennedy just said, what Rogan said, what we were trying to say at the time. When they went after a drug that has actually won a Nobel Prize, that should have been a red flag for us going, you're really demonizing something that the whole world gave an award to. What, what, I mean, that feels odd. Well, Rick, uh, the, this is the thing. Uh, for humans, not horses. This is mm-hmm. the thing. Maybe it didn't work against COVID. Yeah, I don't know whether But they would, didn't yeah. they didn't go after the efficacy no. of it. They went after the fact that it was unsafe. That's right. And it has probably been taken by more humans on the planet than any other drug. Mm-hmm. It's probably had the biggest field test of anything. The Gates and, Foundation gives it to millions of kids every year in yeah. Africa for malaria. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go back to this. Mm-hmm. If I'm over here and and I have $200 billion mm-hmm. in my hand. Yep. That's a lot of and money. You're, and you're looking at me and you said, Burge. This feels great. This is really going. Mm-hmm. This is going to be. This is going to be a, a really win, a great windfall for us. And I said, well, no, there's one problem. Yeah, there's a cheap, right. easy to make right. drug that is widely available that might stand in the way. If there's a drug out there that's showing cool. success in the yes. symptoms of this virus, we're not going to get this two hundred billion dollars. Mm, that hurt. 
I, I, you probably can become an ivermectin, ivermectin hater pretty quick. Well, it's it's a lot like you remember the old roller derby when somebody would come up and knock somebody over the rail because mm-hmm. right? you're just skating along and somebody just absolutely knocks you flit and you don't even find them right. anymore. Look, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to. I promise. You, look, I interact with medical doctors. I have tremendous respect for medical doctors. There's some fantastic men and women out there. And what a that, blessing that, that save li- that now. save yeah. lives every day. And I am thankful for you. But I want you to know that there's some bad apples in your industry that for the first time in my entire life, because of the behavior of the pandemic, I lost trust in you. At one time, I never even questioned anything you, yeah. say, you yeah. said. And I and now, even yeah. though I still love you and I'm glad you're here and I have, I'm not walking away saying I'll never go to nothing like that. But boy, I'm, I'm going to vet out the people that I'm getting advice from when it comes to pharmaceuticals and treatments. In and a way, read up on it in a way that I really questions. in a way that I really didn't before because yeah. I just trusted that you would say the right thing. I I didn't want to believe that you could be pressured uh, into propaganda uh, and here's 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 what your assigned treatment is and here's what you're supposed to say and here's what's good and here's what's bad and that I, I saw some of that in this and 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 I lost some of the trust in you. I really did. You know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm yeah, not gonna. No, I'm not abandoning it. But I. But boy, I, it what's took, wrong? It, it, it took a hit. What's wrong Big with time. asking questions? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. But the, the whole managed healthcare thing. Oh yeah. Where you know there and there's some advantages because they can provide so many more services over a bigger area to more people, and that's great. But when you see the few at the top that make the decision for the many many doctors that are under them. And a lot of them disagree with them, and they have to get in line or they're going to lose their job. I know. And the, who <laughs> suffers? The patients. Absolutely. You know, I just, I've always felt that if we have an open discussion about it, no matter how painful and how messy that is at times, you're still better as the consumer to have that discussion. No question. I listened to that, that most of that podcast with, uh, with Rogan and Kennedy, and some of it's quacky. Uh, some yeah, of it is quite, sure. But when he's talking about the entanglement of the NIH and the FDA and the CDC and the, the people that are supposed to be regulating these vaccines, it's the same people that are making them and making money from them. The, the entanglement of the regulatory vaccine, vaccine system is crazy. Yeah, and, and see, that, that system's always corrupt. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So... I know that we have a, a, a number of things to update you on. The Wednesday Bible Study Archive is out there and available now uh, from yesterday if you want to grab it. Trent Dilfer, our guest on Rick Bubba University, the podcast this weekend. Enjoy that. So a couple of items there. Um, so Speedy was asking me actually in the break um, and, and kind of as we were, you know, starting to kind of move around what we're going to do next and. And he was asking me the question, and we've talked about it before. He said, what has life been like for you, you know, with Sherry out of the country? And, um, and you know, it's one of those things, married life is, is if, you're, if you're doing it the way God said to do it, and you've married the, the, the right person, it is one of life's greatest blessings. And um, I love my wife dearly. And, and you know, sometimes, you know, people always say, well, my wife, she's my best friend. But then if you, if you really went into their lives, is she really? But I can honestly say that my wife is, is my best friend, and we, we have a tremendous time together. But all of us do know this, and, and you can lie about it, and you can, I'll tell you what, all this. But the bottom line is 
most married men, which means all, <clears throat> we live in a house that belongs to them. We're we're in their house. It, it's not ours. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you you hear things like mm-hmm. man cave. Well, there's a reason that people <laughs> say that. That means a man is trying to find a place in the home that that is actually yeah. he's in a cave. Yeah, that yeah. that, that cave. belongs to him. Right, mm-hmm. and you're so. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, you know, it's the way you train everybody, train animals. We're so trained that it's their house. You almost have to go through days of adjustment when you realize, (laughs) wait a minute, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you, you're so trained. Like I thought, I I mean, she's in, she's in Israel and I caught myself picking up my underwear and I, and I thought, what am I doing? doing? (laughs) Leave it there. If you want it to be there later to your point, Rick, I was in the garage the other day. And Amanda walked downstairs and she said, why are you down here? And I said, because y'all are not. There you go. Mm-hmm. It's just fluid. I just need a few You find minutes. little pockets. Need a few minutes. That's if why y'all were here, I'd be up there. Some of you mm-hmm. that may be young mm-hmm. and you're out of school and you're learning something, Rick and Bubba, this is why your daddy sits in the bathroom so long. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's why okay. a magazine goes with him. Yeah, He can't mm-hmm. believe that he's in there and he has peace yes. for just a few moments. Okay. So we try Instead to find of a man cave. That's a man hole. Yeah. But do you realize the adjustment yeah. <laughs> when you've been married? When you've been married for going on twenty eight years, how long it takes you to realize you can now have access to the whole house? Oh wow! I mean, you don't even know what to do. I mean, it's so strange. You can watch ESPN in the den, right? I mean, it it is like uh, so. I'm like, hmm. And um, yeah, so Speedy said, "Well, what have you been doing?" And I summed it up like this: anything I want to. (laughs) Which is really weird. You know, because yeah. usually you, you do things like this. Well, I'd like to go to the farm. Uh, I don't know if I should. You know, I need to spend time with my wife, and she probably don't want me to go down there, and there's that thing at the house I need to do. Mm-hmm. And, of course, she probably wants to talk about that, and, you know, and I, I, I'll just wait. And all of a sudden I think to myself, what are you doing? If you want to go to the farm, just drop down there. <laughs> and, then, and then I looked at myself, and I said, can I? And I said, yes. You're debating yourself. Every time I ask myself if I can do something, guess what myself says? Of course you can. <laughs> Go right at it. It's like I think she's somewhere. Like I think she's going to walk out. I'll even look and get a picture of her by the Sea of Galilee, and I go, am I sure she's there? (laughs) (laughs) Is this a deep fake? Right. right. really there? It's like like I I keep waiting on her to walk out and go, are you just going to leave that laying in the bathroom floor? You know how I'm folding the towels right now? Any way I want to. Right, right. And I, and I was even mm-hmm. folding it the right way, and I'm like, oh, I got to get this right. <laughs> and I thought, what am I doing? Yeah. Throw it over the tub. Yeah. Hang I, it over the shower door. Yeah. If you want, you know where you can hang the towel, Rick? Anywhere you want to. <laughs> but it's like I can't get myself to do it without thinking that something's coming. Yeah. Am I safe? Mm-hmm. Can I do that? And I thought to myself, I wonder what I need to eat tonight. And then all of a sudden I looked, and there I was sitting across the table. I looked outside and I was on the deck and it was raining outside. And you know what I said? Come out here. Mm-hmm. And I said, sit right here and eat what you want. And I looked at myself. I said, can I do that? Is she going to find out? She's not going to find out. Come eat. What do you, what do you, you think she cares about this? My goodness. She's looking at Megiddo. <laughs> I mean, she, she's looking where the where, plains where, of Megiddo. She's seeing where Armageddon's going to be fought. Uh. Eat that sandwich. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, I just finished dinner. What are you? Are you kidding me? Eat it if you want it. Eat it. You hungry? I thought to myself, I'm, I'm rationing myself. What am I doing? I don't know what. To, it, it just feels. Well, and you don't have anybody telling you what to do, mm-hmm. so you're yeah. you're kind of used to you yeah. know, all that yeah. extra it's guidance. It's like I don't know what to do. That and, you get out of love, of course. Yeah, and uh, oh, just sure. absolutely madly Big in love. love. And yeah. I and you know and I do and I will say this though. This is why back to the nap thing a minute ago. 
I do. I don't like getting in the bed and her not be there. That, that affects yeah. my. You know, some people go. I'm glad I have the whole bed to myself now. I really don't like that. No. I like. I like for my lead to go over and go. Oh, there's a little snuggly. She's over there. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And so what I have to do is I just run myself down to where I pass out in the bed. There's no way yeah. I can. Yeah. I can stay awake. Yeah. So you got to worry about. Yeah. It. But I mean, it's so weird. Like yesterday, I was like, I I can't believe I did this. I was I was grilling something on the grill. You know what I was grilling. Whatever you wanted. Correct. Yeah. And so, I, you know what I did? I went and got a real plate. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm like, Rick, there's paper plates in there. And I said, uh, yeah, but she doesn't like for me to put dinner on paper plates. She's not here. Rick, was Get it a one paper of those, plate. What it was, what, put yeah, two of them clean. together if it's going to run. Rick, was it like a big one, not even round, but like oval? Yeah. Oh, I love the I oval love ones. those. Yeah. Don't, don't they call plate. it paper china? Like it's supposed <laughs> to be paper china? Yeah. Like they call it China, but it's paper. It's a little yeah. thicker and it's yeah. got that oval. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Chinette. Yeah, yeah. Chinette. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. And, uh, and I like or paper China. You eat it off of the. <laughs> I mean, when you eat it off of like glass. Yeah. You know, re- oh, a real plate. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's it. Just sometimes tastes better. There's a certain amount. It's easier of, to cut. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself. You know, I really. <laughs> I, I I tell you what. Um, I, and I so I finished and I said. You know, I really don't want to fool with them plates right now. And then all of a sudden, myself walked in and said, "Are you really considering putting that in the, in the dishwasher right now? You you want to do that? I don't." And then myself said, "Well, then don't do it. Let it lay there in the sink. Yeah. You know when you can put it in the dishwasher whenever you want to, or not. Rinse it out, wipe it off, put it back up. She doesn't know. Right. right. You know, and I I'm like, I don't I don't really. So I'm enjoying it, but there's a there's a, a quite an adjustment. She's gonna know. She's gonna come back. She's gonna come in like a medium. Like something happened here. Oh yeah. Her <laughs> spider sense is gonna be going crazy. She's gonna know. They know, don't they? Yeah. They always know. Something. How do they know? Happened here. <laughs> How did she know here? that in the Sea of Galilee? Then just enjoy it. Okay. Hey, it's Rick and Bubba inviting you to tomorrow's Rick and Bubba show. Rick, it'll be a big and busy show. The Friday edition, we're going to get ready for the weekend, have a lot of fun. We want you to be a part of it. 866-WE-BE-BIG to participate on tomorrow's Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out a. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.